sometimes I'm alright And sometimes I get you off my mind But other times All I do is cry Hey, what's up? Welcome back or welcome to the Manchild Podcast. The podcast, the brand, the company, the pursuit of struggling well. What would you do? Where would you go? Who would you take? How would you do it if you were not afraid of the struggle that was sure to come with it? That's what we're in pursuit of. We're in pursuit of the guy we thought we'd be by now when we were eight years old in the backyard swinging from tree limbs and we were acting like they were jungle vines. We were dressed up like Indiana Jones. We were Barry Larkin at shortstop, King Griffey Jr. at center field. We, whoever it was, Troy Aikman at quarterback. Yes, I'm a Cincinnati kid that didn't have a lot of local football icons, as you can tell. So I was a bandwagon kid. I digress. Welcome to the show. All right, guys, a couple announcements before we get into this episode. The next round of the brand, the gear, the merchandise is launching next week. All right, some, this is my favorite one yet, all right? Some really cool original pieces are coming out, and here's how it's going to work, okay? So we're going to have a window, a seven-day window, all right, where you order. We make our stuff to order, and why? One, yeah, it sounds cool, but two is we can't afford to buy a bunch of inventory and stack it on shelves that I don't have waiting for you to buy something online. So here's the deal. We post it. We say this, it's live. Let's go. You've got seven days to order it. All right. And you order it and then we shut it down. And then we make all of those orders and we send them right to you. Yes, it is not as fast as if you got on Amazon and clicked Prime and you got it in 48 hours. Because here's the deal, guys. We're not a clothing company that's trying to just see how much stuff we can get to you and how much money we can make. Everything that we're making is simply a flag, a banner of the idea, the concept of what this whole movement is about. All right, and we and, and we try to do it in an art- artistic way. And the people we're working with, the graphic designers, are just killing it right now. Okay, so we've got one coming out. We've got the struggle shaka, right? The hang loose hand, and it's got a busted pinky knuckle, right? From just trying. We've all done it, right? You're trying to put something together. You're trying to put your kid's bike together. It's Christmas Eve, and you bust your knuckle, and it feels terrible, right? Or you just you smash your hand, and what? So it's just a tip of the hat to the struggle, but hanging loose and having a really good time at the same time. The introduction of the crying cowboy uh, in, in an episode that's going to be coming out in, in a few weeks. And I've, and I've probably told you guys before the story behind the crying cowboy. It's my son, Jay Day, and the tearful, choking back tears smile after he got annihilated by a sheep in a rodeo in West Virginia. And he was, in that moment, he was all of us, right? In pursuit of some wild adventure trying to be big time trying to be full grown trying to be a man and just getting stomped on his face 
and smiling anyway, even though it hurt and it hurt real bad. And he's become our little icon, the crying cowboy. So we've got shirts coming out with a new uh, exclusive man-child struggle well font coming on it. Dude, it's killer. I'm telling you, I love this stuff, not just because I had it made. I mean, let's just be honest here. You guys can probably hear the cars going by. I'm wandering around out in the yard. Uh, what else? New colors in the struggle bus. New colors in the struggle bus coming out. Um, one of our favorite shirts of all time. Uh, multiple colors of the struggle shaka. The man child crying cowboy is going to be in brown. It's going to be in a cream. Um, and uh, a bunch more. New colors in the Make Kids Tough Again. You're going to get it in Cincinnati Big Red Machine Red. You're going to get it in Pittsburgh Pirates Black and Gold. You're going to get it in uh, Dodger Blue and White, right? Maybe baseball season uh, hasn't happened. Maybe it won't happen, right? But it doesn't mean we can't go in the backyard and yell at our kids for not turning their glove over and uh, catching the ball the way they're supposed to. So make kids tough again. And your favorite baseball team classic colors is coming out. All right. I'm just kidding. Don't, don't be the dad in varsity blues screaming at his son to fire that pigskin and the whole deal. But, uh, don't let your kid be soft either. There's a sweet spot there somewhere. I've yet to find it. Um, I'm a work in progress of, uh, trying to be fun and not making my kid hate me and the sport uh, that we're trying to play, and then making my wife hate me as well, and then it's a it's a whole thing, folks. That's my struggle well story right now. Turn the glove over, J Day, if you're listening, and I don't know how you would, and I'd be concerned if you were. Anyway, so the new gear is coming out. Uh, struggle well. The Park Ranger hat is coming out. Uh, it's going to be olive green and black. Speaking of olive green and black, uh, a new grit. Shut up. I got the dog yelling. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Uh, I got the, the a new grit t-shirt coming out. Um, so it's going to be big time. You're going to enjoy it. All right. And, um, and then a very, very special uh, exclusive um, shirt that we're going to do to help one of our own. Uh, one of our buddies of the of the brand here, buddies of the show, been on the podcast before. We'll announce that coming up, but stay tuned. I'm not going to tell you guys about that yet. So let's get into it, all right? Our guest today, he is the CEO, the co-founder of Mountain Ops Nutrition, okay? It's a brand that absolutely exploded in the hunter, outdoorsman, uh, industry um, and, and it's just, they have a really cool origin story. And what's, uh, when we got, when we got the opportunity to, to talk to Trevor Farns, the CEO, the co-founder, um, you know, it was really, really interesting to see his take on leading his business, his family, his employees. And, uh, it's, um, it's a refreshing take on not just chasing bottom lines and and that and and basically seeing a, a business get blessed because they're doing it the right way, they're treating people the right way, um, and and the and the things that have led him up to that point, failures, 
um, risks of entrepreneurship. Bottom line is I, I really think that probably four out of every five dudes walking around or ladies uh, have some have a really good idea and a, and a dream that they're like, man, but it putting that thing to action and putting that idea or that concept or that talent and making a business out of it, um, man, that's a, that's a whole, that's a scary, scary, put yourself out there type thing. And uh, Trevor had done that in other entities and fell flat on his face and picked himself back up, dusted himself back off, started uh, Mountain Ops, and it's blowing up. And it's a really, really cool brand. They've got some really great great products um, to get you to help you um, get in shape. One of the things we're, we like about this whole uh, outdoor pursuits is it just makes you have a reason to not be a big fat turd, right? Um, I don't want to get tired. I don't want to get, I don't want to have to go back inside. I don't want to have to just go lay down. I, w- I need to get in shape. Um, you know, if you were ever an athlete, it was a lot easier to train. Right, you're you're probably nodding your head right now. If you have a reason why to you need to get in shape, other than to just not hate yourself every time you get in the in and out of the shower, or when you're trying to go to the beach or go to the pool, right? That motivation mm, it's a little thinner than when you've got a real tangible reason to get yourself and your body and your mind and your lungs and your conditioning right so that you can go do something that you really, really enjoy. It makes the thing maybe going to the gym, maybe working out really hard that's really a lot of the times unenjoyable. It makes it way more of a tolerable experience when you can see a reason why. And uh, it's just another layer to what makes those outdoor pursuits um uh, just a worthy thing to go after and to make your life uh, that much richer because it can it can get you healthy when otherwise you might have just not had the motivation to do so and so mountain ops has aligned themselves with that type of uh, that type of pursuit that type of lifestyle that type of person um, and uh, we dig into that and what it is that they can help you with and get you started with and the, and the people behind that brand. I really enjoyed this conversation. If you, were, if you needed some insight, if you're thinking about, if you're dreaming about starting a business, starting a brand, um, these guys, you know, Trevor has some really, really great insights. So without further delay, let's get into this episode of the Manchild Podcast with Trevor Farns. Let's go. What you know about me? What you know about child? What you know about struggling well through this life? We're better together. What you know All right, welcome back or welcome to the Man Child Podcast, the podcast about struggling on purpose to build a lifestyle you wish you had or thought you'd have by now when you were playing in the backyard and you were an army man or a football player or a baseball player or whatever. You realize as you got older, there was a, some struggle. Maybe you thought you were disqualified. And we're here to tell you and tell you the story and bring you characters along the way that are saying that is not the case. None more so 
Then my next guest, very excited about this guy, Trevor Farns, is the CEO and co-creator and founder of Mountain Ops. Trevor, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me on, Luke. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, so tell me about what Mountain Ops is all about, where you guys came from, what what you guys are doing. Awesome. So Mountain Ops is an energy and nutrition supplement company that we're based out of Salt Lake City, Utah, or just north of Salt Lake, and been in business for almost six years now. Um, we provide nutritional products, energy products, a lot of um, gear products as well to the outdoor industry, specifically into the hunting space. And so you'll find us in a lot of the big hunting retailers like Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, Shields, Sportsman's Warehouse, um, and uh, many of those. But most of our business is done right online. Um, we've got a large social media following, we've built a community around our brand and product and uh, a community that we're very proud of and people that are a part of it are very proud to be a part of um, the culture that we've built. And so our, our mission and goal is to it, it kind of, it, it spreads a, a large spectrum of things that we do for the, uh, for our audience, but uh, we've got amazing products to help people with their weight loss goals, help them with their energy, help them with just generalized nutrition. We've got coaching uh, nutrition planning and that type of thing as well. Um, but again, our, our whole goal is to improve lives of, uh, of individuals and families every day in, in what we do. Well, what I think is unique about, cause like, and we had talked about it before is I'm, and this absolutely has nothing to do with me, but as a strength coach, uh, and, and working in collegiate athletics, I've always, I basically hate dealing with nutrition companies uh and 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 supplementation because it's it's only about how you know aesthetically enormous or chiseled and things like that that you could get and what i what resonated with me about what you guys are doing is you basically said like no the way we eat and the way we feel and how and what we do with this body that we have is essential to, and, and directly connected to the lifestyles and the pursuits that we want to enjoy in our lives. And you connected those two dots instead of it just being about some ridiculously spray tan bodybuilder and that, that people, not, you know, yeah. identify with when they think of supplements or GNC or whatever. And I think it's really cool kind of the, the, the connection or the bridge that you've made between the outdoor pursuits, hunting, fishing, and and just all around just being healthy. I think that's what you guys got yeah. going. It's really cool. It is. It's, it's really what we've got going. Our, our main tagline is to conquer more. And anyone, wherever they're at right now, it doesn't matter if you're myself or if you're Cam Haynes or you're somebody that needs to lose 100 pounds, you can conquer more today. And everyone has that potential. There's always potential to progress to be something more. And that's the lifestyle we wanted to portray. It wasn't the chiseled abs and, and that. Um, now, if that's something that people want to go after, then we support them and we've got products and programs that will help them. But, but more so than anything, we want to help people improve in living the passions that they enjoy. When we started Mountain Ops, I was not a hunter. Um, there's three founders, myself and Casey and Jordan Harbertson. Um, and I had another nutritional supplement business, was selling through chiropractic uh, offices. 
and started that about 11 years ago and had some experience in nutrition and product development and was looking for some help on design work um, for that business. I specifically avoided the sports nutrition space because of that mentality you just talked about, just the vanity. It, it almost has become a soft porn industry, and I didn't want anything to do with that. And it's That's also very saturated. Um, right. And uh, so I, I really wanted to avoid that, but I loved health and nutrition and, and fitness. And so, and, and I honestly had a, a, a product that I had created that was for my father. Um, it's now called Enduro. It's in our Mountain Ops lineup. Uh, my father had, and, and my whole family has a history of heart disease. And so he had three stints put in his heart. Um, very, you know, they didn't know why he didn't have a, a heart attack and, um, put the stints in, told him he'd have, heart, he'd have open heart surgery within about five years. And, um, I came upon a product that uh, I thought could be improved. And so I met with a, a chemist and put a product together. My dad couldn't feel his fingers and toes for about 10 years. You know, toenails were dead and all that. There just wasn't, he wasn't getting enough blood flow, a lot of neuropathy, pre-diabetic, um, high blood pressure. So we formulated this product, which is called Enduro now in the Mountain Ops lineup and put my dad on it. Within three days, he started feeling the, the, the sensation come back to his fingers and toes. His toenails started growing again. His heart felt good. He, you know, he, his blood pressure was normalized and, and over time he felt great. And his cardiologist just told him, whatever you're doing, keep on that. His cardiologist started referring that product to people as well. And, um, and then we started selling through the chiropractic chiropractic community to help people with blood pressure with uh, circulation and what that product is it's a nitric oxide booster that lasts a very long time so when we introduced it to the hunting community uh, hunters need long-lasting support endurance and energy while they're out on the mountain and what we've also found is that when they're not hunting usually these people are working 10 to 12 hour shifts each day and so the product with the long-lasting benefits just incorporated very well into their everyday lifestyle. You know, my dad, after being on this product now, has not had to have the open heart surgery. He's got the heart of a, of a 30-year-old and um, doing extremely well, just turned 80 years old. But when I, when I was introduced to my two partners, it was to do some marketing for that business. And I just, we, we started talking. I said, is there a place for supplements in hunting? because they were telling me about all the hunting they did and all the marketing they did for hunt, the hunting industry and big brands in the hunting industry. And they said, absolutely. And so what I loved was that I found a people that was so passionate about what they do in life and what they love in life that I'd never seen before. This fanatical crowd that, you know, even though they may only hunt for seven to 10 days a year out on the mountain, they're, they're, they're thinking about it, dreaming about it, eating about it, everything, talking about it the rest of the the rest of the year and we have a product can, that can activate that hunter within them every single day that could bring them into a community that activates that passion and so at first my whole passion was just fueling that passion i found in these individuals since then i dove head first in with my wife my kids we've all been on pretty uh pretty amazing hunts all around the world and we've dove in head first and and it's become a passion of ours now as well but you know i want to help people do what they love doing longer, better, uh, be more excited about it, uh, and be able to get out and enjoy what God's given us to enjoy in life. And so that's, that's really what we're after. When people submit like a before and after on our Conquer Fitness um, uh, competition, we ask them why they're doing this. It's all, it all starts with the why. I've got my own personal why. Mountain Ops has their, our, our why. 
we ask individuals, why are you doing this? So much of it comes back to these individuals wanting to be a better husband, a better father, a better wife, a better mother. Um, you know, oftentimes it's, you know, when I'm out on the mountain, I want to, I want to have the endurance to do what I love more, but it, it usually is connected with some type of relationship that they have. And it has nothing to do with the chiseled abs or the, you know, the, the huge biceps. It, it really comes back to them living their passion and improving their life and conquering more. Well, and I think you you hit the nail on the head with why, because so much with with fitness in general or training or it, we just we we fast forward to the what immediately. We're obsessed with the what, what kind of exercise or this is what this professional athlete this is what his workouts look like, and it's like. Yes, because he's a professional athlete and that's and he's going to crash into people and he needs to do this kind of stuff. You don't yep. do that. You so the why is so so and it's why I've always held these things at at arm's length to be honest with you because well why why do you why why are you taking all the all of it, that protein? Well because it's good. Okay, so are you it's a supplement. It's an addition to your lifestyle. Are you eating everything you should be eating? Well, no. Well, because sometimes, and we're obsessed, we are in a culture obsessed with convenience, right? And so yep. much of probably why fitness has exploded and, and the culture of fitness and CrossFit boxes and, and athletic wear. I mean, 50 years ago, people didn't have athletic clothes to wear around during a normal day yep. you got your standard issue yep. gray sweats and a t-shirt or a sweatshirt and that's what you worked out and then you put your suit back on but us yep. getting so disconnected from how we move and function and behave as human beings has probably contributed to the explosion of the 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 rebuttal to us getting so out of shape or out of connection with our own humanity and the bottom line is, and we're currently in this thing right now with if, if we're not healthy, everything shuts down. <laughs> like we're, yep. we're, we're witnessing that. We, we're not even supposed to go outside right now or go anywhere unless we absolutely have to because there is a threat to our health. And yep. what I think you guys are doing and, you, and, you, and you're, you're grabbing a hold of is we, we, we love extremes. And it's either let's take literal pharmaceutical things because we are sad or we don't understand why we're always in a bad mood. Well, a lot of we're we are a walking pharmacy cocktail of what how much sleep we've had, what we ate, who we interacted with and what kind of physical activity we had and where it was. And we don't seem to pay near enough attention to that. But, so we just throw drugs at it, and so I yep. want I wanted to get your take on that. Where where are we right now as a society in relation to are we and and hunters I think are the closest group of people that have a a firm grasp or the closest to it on what our humanity is supposed to look like. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. If you're, if you're not motivated right now to uh, get in shape and to focus on your health, I don't know. I don't know what will motivate you on social media right now. You're seeing every, everyone out there posting their at home workouts, you know, 
I don't, you know, I guess it takes this little scare to bring some awakening to us in many different regards in life. And one of those being health and fitness and our nutrition. And, um, and so I'm, there's many, many benefits that are coming from this coronavirus that's keeping us indoors. You know, I, I, I can name off a handful and we could talk for hours on just what are the, what are the good things that are coming about um, because of this and what families are facing, what individuals are facing. But one of those things would be, I hope that people are motivated to really focus in on their health, their nutrition. Um, what we're putting in our mouth is so important and, and, uh, and so much of it is just processed and toxic. And uh, from the air we breathe, the food we eat, the water we drink, you know, we need to be careful and we need to get up and we need to move our bodies and we need to, we need to, uh, build muscle, and we need de- we need to focus on those internal organs that that are important uh, muscles as well. And uh, so it's interesting because the hunting industry is about five to five to eight years behind mainstream. And when mountain ops hit um, back in 2014, it was kind of hitting that hunter athlete movement um, with some big names like Cameron Haynes and. You know, Under Armour was kind of pushing it, and but it was it was about eight years behind what you just talked about, where it's normal to wear you know joggers out, or it's normal to wear fitness apparel out out on the streets and such. And and uh, not that there's a lot of hunters wearing joggers and and uh, spandex or anything out there right now, but it it was becoming it was becoming normal for them to start to focus on okay, this health and fitness thing is is pretty important. Um, for what I want to do in life, for who I want to take care of and, um, for the passions that I enjoy to be enjoyed longer. And so we, we hit right at the right time, um, where people were beginning to be somewhat interested in this space, but hunters are, are, are very interesting where it's like, they, they wouldn't just reach out to a GNC, you know, audience or company or that type of thing. It's, we were a company that came out, our brand, our product, our voice resonated with them. And so we hit it right at the right time to become an authority, an authority figure in helping them. What we found with our customers is uh, 90% of them come to us and they buy a product with a goal in mind, but they don't have a plan to reach that goal. And uh, they don't want to just go fish out on the internet. They're, they're, they're smart individuals. They know that they know what's on the internet and what, you know, what may look true may not be. A lot of people can put information out on the internet and hide behind it without people knowing who they are. So we've put our faces, we've put our names, we've put everything out there to help individuals understand that we're truly in this with them, that we want to provide validated content and help them along the way. And we're speaking to this people along the lines of their passion. And so, um, while, uh, you know, while there's a lot of this going on right now, I, I would just say to everyone out there, take advantage of the opportunity if you've got a little extra spare time. What I always wish for is more time and attention to my wife and kids, and I'm being I'm being given that. I'm being gifted that right now in a major way. And if you've ever said that you don't have enough time to to get motivated to get in in shape or this or that, you've more than likely you've got it right now. Unless you're a doctor, a nurse, and you're on the front lines of this. Um, You've got some time in your home. You know, you can come to us. You can, there's other reputable sources out there, but come to mountainops.com and we've got free workout programs that will help you through. And like you said, we're not going after the extremists. If you are an extremist, we've got something for you, but we've got something for somebody that truly needs to start fresh day one and understand what it's going to take to lose a hundred pounds, what it's going to take to lose 10 pounds and, and to start that journey. And we've got some groups on social media that are some of the most motivating 
authentic, genuine people. Um, and our arms are wide open to invite anyone in and you'll feel like you're just, you've, you've found another family. And so you can join that and get all sorts of tips and information all for free from Mountain Ops from our customers, the experiences they're having. Um, you know, you join our fitness programs and you've got an accountability group to, to help you out there as well. So that's kind of the landscape of Mountain Ops right now. And, and just our arms are wide open to help people hit their goals and to, you know, if you've got a goal, we've, we've got some plans that we can put in place to help you get to that goal. Well, I think so much of, especially in the, the, the intimidating side of hunting and fishing is if you didn't grow up in it or you're not right in the middle of it, it almost seems like it's, it's uh, inaccessible or it's not for you or you're disqualified, which is one of the main things with man child that we're trying to pull the curtain back and say, hold on now you can start wherever you, you didn't have to just grow up in this and your dad took you out or whatever. You can start wherever you are. And I think so much of our health and our fitness is the same way as people just, they get overwhelmed by being fatigued or beat down by their job or, or just rushing their kids to the incessant sporting events that we make, we throw our kids into because we think that's what being a good parent is. And then the last thing we think about is our own health. And then when we do, it's, it feels very vulnerable. It feels very, uh, we, we feel awkward or whatever it is, and we don't know where to get started. So we just write it off and we, we just try to avoid yeah. it almost like that bill we don't want to pay or that area of the house that needs cleaned out. We do that with our own body. So it's cool that you guys have platforms that can basically, uh, my buddy, uh, Tim Anderson, who has original strength, and he talks about start what you are, start where you are, and do what you can. Um, so the yep. other the other side of things you talked about, you, you you're not trying to, you're not the Wizard of Oz behind any curtain. You are your your core values, what you believe in, how you live your life, is very prevalent, very f- on the front of everything that you're doing. If you if someone was to go see your personal Instagram account. Uh, you're not keeping it a secret that you uh, are a believer. You believe in Jesus. You're a Christian. Um, where does some of the, is there some bleed over in some of the values and the way that you the the you compass your life and and the business that you have? Yeah. So yeah, very much so. Um, I'm of the belief and that I I can't be I can't be something different in different spheres of life. I I am who I am and. Uh, and I'm also of the belief that business is not my life. It is an asset to my life that allows me to accomplish the goal of Mountain Ops to improve the lives of individuals and families. Um, I was very fortunate to partner with individuals on this as well that live by very similar and the same core values and beliefs. And, you know, we've got to give credit to our parents who instilled those values in us from a young age. Um, and, uh, you know, life is life can be very hard uh, and uh, life can throw some curveballs at you. And it has for me in business, I'm an entrepreneur. So there's been times in life back in 2007, I, I went off on my own, started my own business. And uh, very quickly, um, we've got a video on our website that, that kind of talks about it under our operation conquer hunger program, where my family found ourselves in a very difficult situation where that business was actually um, shut down. Um, we bought into a franchise, the franchise or was shut down. And so we lost the business. We're stuck with, um, retail, uh, guarantees on, on retail storefronts and such. And so 
um, you know, that was a huge curveball in life, but I, I had God to rely on and, um, and never, never lost focus of that. And, um, fortunately had a wife that similar thing, you know, was, I'd find her often on her knees praying to God for, for help. And, and we would do that together as a couple and as a family. And we worked through things and we, we, we worked through them with faith and, and, but that goes back to my childhood where my parents, that's, that's how they taught us. And they, they taught us that once we were off on our own and, and we didn't have them to rely on as much as we would like at times, um, we always had God. So, um, you know, when I was, when I was building the the business with the chiropractors, I, I, uh, that was a struggle to build that. And it was a struggle coming away from just having lost the business. So I didn't have a lot of funds. I was, I was really bootstrapping it. And so there was a lot of reliance on God. And I had been praying for somebody, something to come along that would allow my product to uh, be distributed to a larger audience and and, and uh, people that could benefit from what I had created that I felt was great. And little did I know at the same time, Casey and Jordan Harbertson were praying for an opportunity to not just work for multiple different clients at their firm, but to actually have something that could be their own, that they could put their, their stamp on. And uh, so we feel like this was divinely um, brought together. Um, and because of that, you know, I, I, I put these core values and beliefs together, uh, previously, but I brought them to Casey and Jordan and just said, look, we, we all feel like we've been brought together by God. So let's have the first core value be recognizing God. And we believe in involving him even in our workplace and try to acknowledge his hand in all things. And, uh, that's made the biggest difference in our lives. Um, and it, and it guides and directs our decisions. Um, and hopefully it resonates well with our audience. I, I think that we have long-term loyal customers because they see that it does, that we're trying to live that way. And, uh, this, yes, it's a business. We're making money off of it. We're providing for family, but, um, but we're doing it in a way that's genuine, um, with integrity and uh, in a way that hopefully provides a trusting place and relationship with our customers. Um, so, we're very mission driven, uh, principle based business. And that's been our culture. It's culturally built with it with the 30 employees that we've got now. And it resonates out into the community through the different things we do in the community. Um, for instance, our operation conquer hunger program. When my family was going through those difficult times and we had lost our, our business, um, the one thing that was on our mind most of the time as parents was how, how do we provide food for our children? And, you know, our children were involved in some of the school programs to get free food and that type of thing. Um, we're seeing that right now in a, in a major way with, uh, people losing their jobs and, uh, kids work, kids staying at home. They're hopefully they're, they know there's resources at school where they can go pick up these, these food packs. But me and my wife just turned to each other and, and kind of, you know, being a, a faith-based family and, and uh, believer in Christ, one of the things that stood out to me was when Christ talked to Paul and said, you know, do you love me? Or to Peter. And uh, he said, yes, I love I love the Lord. And he said, then feed my sheep. And that kind of always stuck out to me as I need to do this literally. Um, and when we could, we were going to, we were going to feed hungry sheep. And so as Mountain Ops began to build, we thought, okay, with some of the resources that we've got coming in, Let's do something with this. There's only so much time in the day. Um, when we're done with business, I don't want to go home and, and be too tired to do the good that I want to do. So let's incorporate it into our daily schedule at Mountain Ops. Let's do the things that we want to do in the community at Mountain Ops. 
and find a way to, to incorporate those. Now with hunters, we go out and we hunt and we provide food for our families. So it made, made sense to correlate giving food. Um, we also sell nutritional products. We're helping people supplement their nutrition. Here in America, there's plenty of people that will pay $200 a month for a nutritional product. Um, there's plenty of people here in the United States and around the world that can't even fathom uh, a meal or, or maybe two meals a day. And so, um, especially children, you know, I've got four children of my own and the thought of a, as a parent and having been through it, like I did not want my children to go through that again. And I didn't want any other parent to have to suffer through what we did. And there's plenty of it going on right here in our own community where mountain ops reside. There's a one in four children go home on the weekends without enough food in their pantries. And so we started donating for every order that came through our website, we would donate a meal to a child in need. And uh, last November, we hit our millionth meal. We're just, we're, we're almost to, yeah, appreciate it. And it, it all comes, it's a beautiful, beautiful system. It, it comes by our customers, uh, you know, ordering products that benefit their life. And in return, not only are they benefiting their lives, but a small portion of that goes to benefit the life of, of, of an individual, uh, mainly children in, in their schools. On the weekends, they go to their principals. I've talked to, I've talked to dozens of these principals who receive the pantry packs that our team puts together. And on Fridays, these kids come in and they open up their pack with, and oftentimes there's tears and they put these in and the principals, uh, the, the principals are just overcome with these packs going into their packs, knowing that they'll, uh, go home that weekend, uh, not having to worry. And it does so much more than just feed a child. If you, if you think about these kids, they, you know, what, what hope are we inspiring in them? What confidence can we give them? Um, and hopefully they know that somebody's aware of them just through that simple act of filling these, these little pantry packs that go home uh, to them on the weekend. So, um, that's been a major part of, of our culture that's kind of bled out into the, the community that we've built, built and, uh, and people just grab hold of that and see that we're, we're doing it from a genuine standpoint. You know, I'm, I, I'm coming at it from my own personal experience and being there as a father struggling to provide. And, uh, and that struggle is real for many people, especially right now. So the, the more we can do to, to, to stand up and do our part to lift others, the, the better. Well, I think there's something, there's something very interesting about what, what you decided to do with your business, uh, after you experience uh, a setback or a failure in previous business. One is, I want to ask you this first. Uh, I, I think there's probably eight or nine out of ten people are sitting around and they have an idea or they have something that, that kind of lights them up and they, they get excited about it and they're like, man, wouldn't that be cool if like that was my job or if that if I had my own business or but so many of us cannot detach from the the security or the uh, envisioned or presumed security we think or thought we have by working for someone else and a steady income or a steady paycheck is what people want to refer it to as how do you and you've dealt with it flawlessly obviously because you're not letting it uh, stop you from being as benevolent as you are, but how do you, how do you deal with fear of failure? Because fear of failure, as if you work for someone, is like, oh, they're not going to think I'm very good at my job. Fear of failure, if you are in charge of what sort of income and revenue comes through, because it's all yours, it's 100% you. If it fails, you got to look in the mirror. That's a whole different deal. 
when you run your own business, when you're an entrepreneur, how do you wrestle with fear in spite of knowing that this could fail and it has before? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's difficult. And uh, I'm not going to pretend to say, man, you just tighten your bootstraps and you go to work. I, I don't know. Some people may be able to do that, but, um, but when, when we were failing with the first business, I've got to tell you, I've pride set in. I did not want people to know that I was failing in this regard because I was, I provided well for my family. I was young. I was 26 years old. We had two kids, uh, another one on the way. Um, and, uh, so I was, I was really young and that, and that's a good time to, to try your wings and to fail. And, uh, but I had all these people around me in my neighborhood that were succeeding in their businesses. So I kind of kept it a secret. So those, those hungry kids of mine, um, maybe could have received a little bit more help, um, sooner had I, had I admitted to my failures. But one, one thing that I've come to the conclusion on through all this is that failure is just an opportunity for learning. And, uh, the only thing to fear is, is fear itself and to, and the only way through, uh, anything, anything good in life, anything worthy of, uh, of our efforts is, is going to take a lot of effort and grit. And, um, you know, there was a scripture my mom had me memorized when I was little and it, and it talks about, it says go and do. And I don't consider myself the smartest businessman out there. I'm a very, very simple guy uh, with a lot of passion. And, um, but I, I'm a doer and I'm going to get things done. And, you know, if I see something that needs to be done, then I do it. And one thing that I've found over time was that, um, surrounding myself with the right people was what I needed. I couldn't do, I couldn't build these businesses that I, that I wanted to build on my own. I needed to look for people that first of and foremost had a similar value set as mine. Cause if you work with people that don't have the same value set, it, it's going to be very difficult to, to progress forward. But when you find partners with a similar value set, similar mission in life, um, and, and you add people to the mix, there's nothing wrong with being an employee of something great. Um, not everyone's going to go out and start their own thing. And, you know, quite honestly, we can't, if everyone at Mountain Ops decided to go off and do their own thing, I'd, I'd be very sad. I hope that they find that what they're building, that they feel ownership of. And that's what we've tried to inspire. We've, we've tried to remove any fear from the office and provide an environment of, of safety so that people can fail. So that when they fail, it's looked at as, okay, here's what we learned from that. We're going to move forward. It will never be held against them for having tried something and failed, failing. Um, and that's and our employees know that's that. That's, that, is a, that is a rare thing, and it's extremely uh, important because what you're now doing is you're setting the table for people to allow themselves to show the world the best versions of themselves instead of protecting it exactly. so they don't get harmed. That's really interesting. Yeah, it, and, and, and you think about your family. If you lived, in, if you lived in a family where every time you did something wrong, you were chastised or you had that thing held against you, you just shut down. Yes. Uh, you wouldn't try. And um, but so much and of so business luckily, and, and corporate America and, and and that world is that's how it functions. It, it's where it's how it comes to. That's just where I say like I I couldn't live in that, and that's not my personality. And and business is not life for me. Again, it's just such an awesome, amazing asset to my life that allows me to fulfill what I what I feel God wants me to do in life. 
Um, but a lot of it happens outside the doors of mountain ops and, uh, a lot of it happens right there. But my, uh, you know, luckily I had a wife that, that never felt, never made me feel like a failure, you know? And, and I think that was key in me progressing forward. There was, I went to a few job interviews, actually got the jobs and, and my wife was, you know, she wasn't ready for me to give up on our dream to own a business and to, and to progress forward. So when I, when I told her, you know, I don't think I should go take this. She said, you're right. It's going to distract you from what you're doing. It's going to take up your time and not allow you to do what we've, what we've planned to do. And, um, so first and foremost, I had a partner in my wife that allowed me to, to not fear the failure, but to learn from it. And, uh, those learning experiences, I went and got a bachelor's degree and, and, and that was great. I paid a lot of money for it, but the things I, the, the main things I've learned happen through experience. And when you learn them through experience, you're so much more ready and available to help those that are maybe going through a similar experience or they're seeing something. You can, you can see it on their faces. You can see it in their spirit, like where they're at in life if you've been there. And it gives you an, an incredible power and ability to really reach out and to help others along the way. But Mountain Ops is a place where there's safety. Um, and, and our team knows it. And, and, and I hope that it never gets distracted from that because it's a family. And, and we've really focused on, on their progress and each individual there. We do a, a Conquer book club every week. We meet on Wednesdays and we're, there's a book we're reviewing. There's about five or six books we'll review this year. And, um, it's not just the corporate leadership that's doing that. Every, every member of the team there is a leader and they each get a book that they're assigned to that, that year. And they and another train on that. And, uh, and it's awesome discussion. So we're kind of using Mountain Ops as a university of some sort to help us all progress and to grow in life. That is, it's, I wish there were more people running their businesses the way that you are right now. And I think what's the other, another really refreshing thing is that, uh, you know, we love to make um, the gospel metaphorical so that it, excuses us from actually having to do things and just the fact that mm -hmm. how literal you take it you're taking the go and feed my sheep okay let's go feed people right and and it's lining up with one of the earliest uh verses and lessons that you've learned which is go and do um it it people don't realize just just taking a step towards the things we tell ourselves we believe in, how much that makes our faith real to us. Yeah. You know, Paul yeah. Paul wasn't messing around when he said faith without works is dead. And, yeah. and we, we have to work our faith. Um, really, really interesting and, so true. and refreshing there. Uh, one of the things I think is really cool is the content that you guys put out, the films that you can see on your website, your YouTube channel, things like that. There's some really interesting stuff. Did you guys partner up with some filmmakers or is that something you guys make uh, in-house or how does that work? Yeah, it's, everything's done in our in-house. There, there might be every once in a while a t-shirt design or something that, that's uh, outsourced or we might take a videographer on a hunt with us, but um, we've got we've got a few videographers and photographers in-house um, and a uh, uh, a large creative team. So all the content that we create is, is right there in inside the walls of mountain ops and everyone's here local. We've had some that have moved from other parts of the country to come work here, but, um, but yeah, all the content is, is right there. That's, uh, 
that's one thing that my my business partners Casey Jordan are very good at is, is creating content to help build a community and a lifestyle brand and, and that type of thing. And so um, it's all it's all resourced right there. So we've got an amazing, talented team. I, I think if you asked what the secret sauce was and you were here, I'd walk you through and introduce you to every single member of our team and, and what they do. And it's interesting because even down to, you know, a little ad that would go out on the Internet um, to hundreds of thousands of people that come to our website, um, all from that little ad, they a lot of these people don't know what's about to hit them, you know? the mountain ops culture and the lifestyle and everything that we can offer. If somebody will just give us a chance and dive in and see who we are and what we'd love to do for them in their life. Um, uh, every little piece of our team kind of adds to that ability to bring somebody in and to give them something greater in their life. And so each team member plays an important role in, in that whole puzzle, right? That whole, that whole masterpiece that we're trying to put together to offer to people. I think, is is that a lesson that you had to learn along the way? Because that's that's a that's a far cry from the guy that wanted to to not let anybody know that he was failing, that he was struggling, to the point where now, as the CEO of the company, uh, the the first thing you acknowledge is this thing is working, this thing is interesting, this thing is a product that people want to consume and, and identify with because of all of us doing it together. What, where, how did you learn how interdependent you mm-hmm. are on other people? Because I think we're at, collectively, we're learning that right now in this thing we're in. Yeah. Yeah, we are. It's true. It's, uh, you can see how small the world is and how, how we're all connected. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I think I was, I learned through a lot of humbling circumstances, a lot of, a lot of trying times. And, uh, you know, it, it's interesting cause I learned to rely on, on my savior. I learned to rely on family around me who I knew I could trust. I had a lot of, I think a lot of trust issues along the way because I dealt with people and given money to people that, that didn't end up being trustworthy. And so I had to, I had to figure that out. And what I've, what I've found is that most people are really good in life. Most people want to do good. And if you can just create an environment that brings out the good in individuals and you see that and you focus on it, the good always gets better. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, I, I think I definitely, we all need to go through humbling experiences in life that, that bring us to a point that help us, you know, recognize, now, I didn't have a lot of resources to bring on a team at that time when we were failing. In fact, the, the, the money was just bleeding out. And uh, so sometimes, you know, where you, you do know you need to trust in people, you may not have the resources to do so. So whatever you can do to connect with the right people, um, with the right value sets, and uh, and truly look for the good and focus on that, it, it's, meant, it's meant everything to me. And, and uh, I've come to realize over time that, man, it, it truly has been because of how simple I am. Like I need good people around me. I, uh, you know, I, I, I think that I can, uh, help them feel appreciated and I bring some skill sets to the table as far as relationships go and, and, and building people and, and understanding people in a, in a sincere way and, and a genuine concern to, to want to build them. But I needed people with different talents than I had. And, and I needed to recognize that it's okay that I don't have, the talents that they had. And, and there might be some that I really want that I can learn that they've got, but 
you know, while you're building a business, like you, you rely on one another and you do what you're, what, you, what lies within your responsibility and stewardship and you trust in others to do the same in theirs. And that's what we really focused on at Mountain Ops. Before all this quarantine stuff hit, um, you know, our, our focus this, this last month in March, as we started the month, we, we do a little presentation and the core value that was chosen for this month was interdependence. And we had an awesome presentation by, by our chief operating officer, Nick Hanks. And, uh, and little did we know that this would be, you know, a circumstance just a few days later where we'd really have to focus on that interdependence. And last month was trust. And so inter- interdependence and trust have just been at the forefront of Mountain Ops. And it's proving so true that when we live these values, great things happen. We're, we're trending far past our goals right now. People see us as an essential part of their life right now to help them in this struggle to be healthier and to build up our immune systems. And, you know, we're trying to give them every peace of mind because when people start to stress, there's stress hormones and such that will cause damage to their bodies. And so we're, we're trying to be a motivating, optimistic, exciting place where they can come to each day and, and, uh, and be given some sense of confidence that we're going to make it through this because we are. So, yes, we are. And I think, gosh, there's so much, there's, there's a lot to unpack there with that. That is only contingent when we choose not to be fearful, right? Like you're not able to feed kids with the, with the conquer hunger program. If you operate out of a fear that resources are scarce and money comes and goes and this thing can turn on us and we just got to stockpile and make as much money as we can because, you know, what if we fail because I've done that before? You consciously made a decision to not be like that. You can't scale your company in the in the direction and rate that it is. If you don't trust people, you can't trust people if you're fearful that people will burn you and you can't enter the, yeah. you can't depend on other people the way that you are without trusting them. And this is all rooting back to choosing not to live in a fear state. And I think there's there's a real moral to that story to the way you guys are operating your company. That's that's really cool to see. And I think the reliance on God and, and, and trusting in him, you know, it, that's why it's our number one core value and, and belief. There's, there's gotta be such a trust and it, it's a trust that's so ingrained in me that it's, I think that, uh, some people may talk about it as just, you said metaphorically earlier, um, or hypothetically, I think you said, um, it, it's real to me. Like he is real. He's, he's there. And, you know, so taking these risks, understanding that we're going to feed these kids. And even though, you know, we're taking part of our resources to do this, I trust that God would want me to do that and, and, and would bless us for it. Um, you know, we, we shut down our, our booths at Hunt Expos on Sundays to recognize God. And I was at lunch with somebody one we're at the Hunt Expo here in Salt Lake city. There's about 50,000 people that come through it. And, uh, and you won't find us there on Sunday. We have the one of the largest booths, the biggest draw. The Hunt Expo knows it. Mountain Ops is everywhere there. We are we are the kind of the talk of the town at the Hunt Expo. And luckily, they've allowed us to to still come and exhibit because many many exhibitions don't allow, don't allow us to because we won't be there on Sunday. But it's just a, a stance we've taken as a business 
And I was at lunch with somebody one day and they said, man, isn't that risky to your business? You know, there's all those people that would be there. You'd have revenues coming in. And because God is real, the bigger risk for me would be to not recognize him on that day. And so that would be my fear Mm. is that I ever turn from what I've taken the stance to do in my life and to be bold in recognizing him. That would be the bigger risk and the bigger fear on my part. Wow. So that's almost how you view the 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 stewardship of the of the blessings and and things that you're experiencing right now with Mountain Ops is the way you decide to handle that is is out of almost acknowledgement that how really is in your life. Correct. Wow. Yeah, and I think that if we uh we look at the world that we're in right now, the commotion that's all around us, there's a lot of uncertainty. But man, if you if you really look at life and what it's all about, there's so much certainty, um, and there's so much to be sure of. And if you cut through the commotion, um, and you know if, if you believe in a similar way, right at the center of it all, you find our Savior Jesus Christ, hmm. and signs of of His hope and His grace and His peace that He can offer us that the world cannot right now, and we're being given that special gift as, as individuals, as families, as to just slow down a little bit to, to, you know, reduce the rush and to reduce the clutter. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm being humbled right now in a major way to recognize that I don't need so much in my life. I, what I need are the relationships that I have and I need to do good by those that I have stewardship over. And I need to provide, good to my employees and to the people that trust us to, to take our products. But outside of that, like I just, I trust in what is happening in this world, knowing that this is, there's a, there's a bigger plan. There's a bigger picture. And if you cut through the commotion and the, and the clutter of it all, he's right there. Strong man, strong stuff right there. Absolutely. Um, Trevor, thank you very much for your insight. I can say, um, you know what you're doing it's not uh it's not a common thing the way you're deciding to to structure your company the way you're deciding to treat the people working with you and for you and the uh, the fearlessness of putting you know one of the things i think people that they they keep corporations or companies or brands or whatever at arm's length is because uh especially in this era they're shapeshifters brands are shapeshifters uh, to say whatever is the most politically appropriate or non-confrontational or uh, whatever they think is going to test the most with the with the broad spectrum of whatever we've considered okay or normal in our society. And, you know, not everybody identifies as a Christian, but you're not, you're not, what the way you're doing this is, is you're showing uh, this is how Christians love people, and this is how we're supposed to treat each other. It's not uh, an, an inquisition or or a crusade that makes people. Right. If, if anything, like you said, the way we live is the loudest thing we can say. Yeah. And uh, right. the way you guys are doing that is really really cool, man. And I appreciate your time, and I appreciate. Um, you sharing your vision with us and you and, and and the way you do things and it's and it's no, re- and, and the coolest thing is that it works 
<laughs> that you can do it yeah. and live this way that somebody, oh yeah, well that sounds great, but that's not how the real world works. Well, you're out there in the real world and you're making uh, money and you're making decisions and you're and you're and you're operating in in the business side of things that can be ruthless and cutthroat and people think that that's excusable because it's that realm of the world, but you're saying it doesn't have to be like that and we'll show you otherwise. I think it's really cool. Yeah, life life's too short to be something you're not, and to do something in the name of business and to act a certain way in the name of business. It's it's just not who we truly are. So, um, you know, trying to take advantage of the time that that God gives us and to and to do good by people, and and uh, I think is most important to really give a t- time and attention to those relationships that matter most in our life. So. Awesome, brother. I appreciate your time. Guys, uh, if, you, yeah, thank you. if you're interested in, in getting things going, your health, your fitness, if you need a jump start to what's going on, uh, how do we check you out? Mountainops.com, is that correct? Correct, yep. MTNOPS.com. Okay, and we can check you out. Your YouTube channel is just the same thing, MTNOPS, correct? Yep, correct. All right, and uh, same thing, social media, all of that across the board. Guys, all of that, yeah. Guys, check uh, out what Mountain Ops is doing. It's, uh, it's, a, it's good stuff. It's, it's real. It's, uh, it resonates with where we are, um, and we need to put ourselves out in these pursuits. We need to be outside, and these guys can help you get out there and do it better, do it longer, and, 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 and do it well and feel great while you're doing it. All right? Trevor, thank you for your time, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it, Tom. Sometimes there you go. Trevor Farms, CEO, co-founder, Mountain Ops Nutrition. Genuine dude, man. That guy was – that's a down-to-earth guy. I mean, and uh, conviction. You know what I appreciated about him, was inspired about him, is, uh, you know, so many times our, our faith – you don't run into a whole lot of people that just say, hey, uh, I don't, I, 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 there is no God, and I do whatever I want, right? We all say, for the most part, if you're an American, you're like, yeah, I believe in God, just so that you don't feel like you're going to, if there is a hell, you'll go to it, right? But here's a guy that his faith is very real to him, and uh, he's, he's putting it into action um, every chance he gets to, and, he's, and you know, his, his business is blowing up, and it's, it's taking off. But he's also uh, he's being a good steward of it, and uh, he's putting putting his money where his mouth is and his faith into action, and uh, it's inspiring. It's cool. It's uh, and uh, convicting as well. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening to the Manchild Podcast. Thank you as always to David Lessing, creator and performer of the Manchild Jingle, whatever you want to call that. Uh, Patrick Davis, our engineer, our uh, technological aficionado, and the pastor of the Fringe Church, and the owner of the soon-to-be, it will happen, uh, Fringe Coffee House. It's going to be the coolest coffee house you've ever been to. Um, Thank you to him, as always, for taking care of this episode, putting it on our website, taking care of our website. Make sure you go visit it, man, themanchildmedia.com. Check things out. If you like this episode, man, share it. All right? Give us a like. Give us a rating on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, and, uh, you know, check out some of the articles. We got a new one up, Uh, No Deals. We're talking about... 
why you're gonna have to get over some things that you're just gonna have to do as an adult. And um, so if you like what's going on, uh, you know, don't hesitate to share it. Just word of mouth is the, is the ultimate advertisement. Tell your buddies if you believe in this thing. And if you don't, then don't do it. You know, don't, don't fake it. All right, we appreciate you guys. All right, have a great day and uh, keep on struggling. And uh, we love you guys. All right, see ya. And sometimes I get you off my mind, but other times all I do is cry. I'll cry. And sometimes I feel well, and sometimes, oh honey, I feel so well, but other times. And mostly I don't mind Except every now and then At closing time There's a sweet memory At the bottom of my glass I feel it fall to my belly And rise to my heart It hits my head when I leave the bar And it's a long, long walk And I take my time Yeah.